morning, Lake Norman. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam, and it's great to be with you today. We've got a very special program today related to our Parks and Rec. We're well known in Cornelius for our Parks and Recs programming. But before we get to that, I want to give you some important uh, news, uh, traffic news that uh, I was asked to cover. Just to make sure everybody's aware, there is issues on I-77 South near Troutman. So be cautious, be careful, be attentive, and be safe out there. I-77 South near Troutman, uh, there's congestion and issues going on up there. So just so you know. Now moving on to our wonderful Parks and Rec uh, uh, update from some great folks that are in the room with me today. And I, I know you'll be proud to hear from them. If you got any questions about our Parks and Rec program, you're welcome to call 844-STUDIO-4, 844-STUDIO-4, and ask these folks. Great things going on with our Parks and Rec in the town of Cornelius. And I have with me our Director of Parks and Recs, Mr. Mr. Uh, Troy Fitzsimmons. Welcome, Troy. Great to have you today. Thank you, Mayor. Pleasure to be here. And uh, so I also have uh, with us a really, really engaged and fine park board member, Carla Upstash. Uh, she is with the park board, as I said, and she is over public awareness and involved with strategic planning. A lot of that going on in our park department right now. And uh, also we have the parks programming uh uh, folks with us as well, and that is headed up by Mr. Josh Handelsman. Uh, Josh, welcome. Good to have you today. I appreciate being here. Yeah, Thank you. We're going to get some good good input and good news of what's going on and what's coming through our parks programming. It's amazing how many folks, kids, adults, seniors, and everybody that we serve in the town of Cornelius. It, it will make you proud. This show will make you proud today. So, Troy... Let us let us hear a little bit about you. You've got a, a rich and involved background in uh, in the park um, work and park programming and park everything uh, in in your career. You've had a wonderful career. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, uh, how that is playing into what's going on here in Cornelius. All right, boy, you're going to make me blush. I didn't think it was. <laughs> We were going to get into that. Absolutely. I've been around so long, I got I got to get my resume out. I can't remember that far back. <laughs> um, no, thank you, Mayor, for asking that. So I, I've had a, a wonderful career. I mean, I've worked for nearly 30 years in the park and rec business. Uh, started out as a park ranger for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Um, that was the, the funnest job I ever had. Unfortunately, it didn't pay well enough, so I had to move on. Um, ended up getting a master's degree while I was a park ranger. Ultimately came down to Mecklenburg County, started as a parks planner, and then I ended up heading up the parks planning division uh, before taking the leave. Uh, the wife, uh, myself, and my kids packed up. We went out to Washington State and I worked for Washington State Parks for three or four years. And then, lo and behold, an opportunity came up to come back to wonderful North Carolina. We were itching to get back. We love this wonderful state here. And um, opportunity came up to uh, come back as the park superintendent for the town of Cornelius, where I worked for a few years. Uh, the director at the time retired after that, and then I was promoted to the director position, and I guess the rest has been history since then. I've Absolutely. been having a blast. 
working here. Absolutely. And we're so happy to have you on our staff and, and one of our, our senior managers here. So how long have you been, been in Cornelius now? So I started here in 2008. Gotcha. So, oh, that's 15, 15 years. That's wow. a long time. Fun pretty fun pretty typical of uh, many of our, our managers here uh, that manage the different divisions of our town. So yeah. we're happy to have you, Troy. You do a great job and uh, certainly made a difference in our town. You've taken us a, a long way as we've traveled through park development, greenway development, and I know all that means a lot to our citizens. When you start asking citizens what's important to them, they're going to tell you probably three things that's on the top of their list, and that would be transportation, roads, it would be public safety, police and fire, and it would be parks and rec. Absolutely, you're all right there up together. So yeah. so this particular function in our town carries a lot of weight, but part of the reason it does is because of the good good job you guys do for yeah. our town and, and our citizens. And, and I've got to say, too, so I've had the wonderful opportunity in my career to work at the federal, state, county, and municipal levels, right? I got to say, bar none, that working at the municipal level, that's where stuff gets done. Absolutely. I'm, re I'm really proud of what, what uh, the town of Cornelius, the town board, the Parks and Rec Commission, and our wonderful staff in the department has been able to achieve over the years. We have really grown by leaps and bounds in terms of our facilities and programming. Yes, absolutely. No doubt about that. And, you know, this is a really citizen-led effort uh, in the town of Cornelius, which I'm so proud of because our citizens have good ideas. And it really, really starts with the great folks that serve on our park board. Uh, many of them have a depth of experience, and, and one of those is Miss Carla over here. So we greatly appreciate your service. How long have you been on the park board now? It's been three years. Wow. It's been great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about that citizens-led uh, effort that we have. Um, you know, I know part of your concentration is to make the public aware of what's really going on out there. And that's kind of hard to communicate as I run for office, uh, you know, of, of uh, different levels here in our town, you know, to get your message out is is sometimes challenging. So what's that like for, for you and what's that like for our parks program? How do you go about that? Yeah, I think it's great for our parks department to have citizens on the park board because you bring back, you bring in diverse uh, perspectives and then also they're in the weeds. We're not in the weeds every day in the day to day, so we can give them a fresh perspective. So one of the things we do each month, like our park board, we meet once a month. We hear what's going on through the department. Um, our public awareness committee that I'm the chair of, we have our own uh, separate meetings and we brainstorm how we can help the parks department get across their message. So this year is the year of the trail. So one of the things they tasked us to was to really, you know, brainstorm ideas to showcase our beautiful emerald necklace, you know, the 13 miles of Greenway. So one of the things we did, uh, we need more content. So, you know, content is king. Exactly. So what we... Um, recommended is like we need video footage we need drone footage so we were able to interview a few marketing departments and put together this wonderful video that also was featured in pbs nc weekend this past uh, uh last week it was so we're heard really, about that yeah we're really excited about that so cornelius is beautiful and just really being able to give a fresh perspective so that's it's, what we do it's fantastic and uh you know we 
Uh, also, we're featured in that particular work that you're talking about uh, in several components of our town, including mm-hmm. Kane Center and some other mm-hmm. things. So we should be proud of that. Yeah, lots going on in the town. We were we were picked out and um, asked to be a part of that uh, particular presentation to sell our community, to bring visitors here. And there's a, there's a lot of reasons to, to do that. It's a it's a fantastic uh uh, programming, which I, w- I want to get to when we get back from our break that's up, uh, coming up here shortly. Uh, Josh, I'm, I'm going to prepare you that um, we're going to want to hear about our programs. It's it's not just about the facilities themselves. It's about, it's about what goes on in those facilities. Absolutely. So there's a lot there. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam, and we're about town today talking about parks, and we will be right back in just a few minutes. Morning again, Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam here, and you are about town with me today. And we are traveling through the wonderful, wonderful parks in the town of Cornelius, and we've got quite a few. But as we talked about earlier, parks are just facilities unless you program them properly and have great things going on in our parks. And I know that we do. We serve a long list of folks in many, many ways. So uh, our uh, parks programming uh, uh, expert is in the room today. Josh, very kind. <laughs> very kind. Tell us, tell us about what's going on and all the various programs that uh, our our park department offers. Absolutely, yeah. That's a that's a loaded question. We can go on for a little bit, but um, the big one coming up is going to be this weekend with uh, Lake Toberfest, which it's our eleventh annual um, Lake Toberfest, and. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm not going to mention the word, but hopefully uh, it's clear skies for the day. But um, that's one of our largest, if not largest, event um, that takes place here in town. So how many people do you turn out for that? So we we expect to see 9,000 wow. um, upwards of potentially 10,000. It is a very chaotic but controlled fun, right? So there's a lot of, a lot of things going on between the great bands we have coming out the various dozen or so food trucks obviously it can't be a lake toberfest without some adult beverages so we have 15 different options um, on that and then of course a great kid zone opportunity so whether you know we're, we're parents with some kids or might be empty nesters there's definitely something for everybody to do that's fantastic and and folks just to remind you that is this saturday october the 14th from four o'clock until about eight or so Four o'clock to nine o'clock. Nine. Yes, kids. Okay. Kids zone will be going until eight o'clock. But, gotcha. But the activities go until nine. That's fantastic. So don't miss that. That's uh, that is wonderful. You guys do such a good good job as well in controlling and providing the parking that is associated mm-hmm. with that. So I've always been impressed with how that works. So folks do not need to worry about parking. We'll have you a place reserved. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so there's multiple parking um, parking lots that's going to have some shuttles available, um, as well as if if, if we want to take an Uber or Lyft or some type of public transportation, there's actually designated drop-off areas as well. So um, there's we try to make it as as pain painless as possible when you go to these big events, right? So, you know, if you go to a sporting event, getting in and getting out tends to be the most troublesome. We do our best to try to make that as seamless as possible. Great, great. So what else is happening? Yeah, so um, we have a lot of programming coming up. Um, Actually, yesterday we just started our Young Explorers 
um, class, which is an opportunity for our kids ages 7 to 11 to get out and just explore nature, um, which is a great thing, especially these days, um, you know, with, with kids having a tendency with social media and whatnot. So we want to encourage them to get out, be active. Um, so that actually takes place over at Robbins Park. And, you know, they explore the ponds, the, the nature preserve over there. So um, that's a great program. Of course, with athletics, we have our flag football league in full swing. Um, doing great. Kids are having a lot of fun there. And then before we know it, it's going to be winter, which only means our basketball season comes, um, which hopefully um, we hope to see around nine, 900 kids wow. um, come out for that. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of kids. That it, is absolutely a lot of kids. Yes, yes. So uh, between you and Troy, let's talk about how many people we serve uh, in terms of the programming that goes on in our parks. What what I'll I'll swing that back around to Troy. Uh, what kind of estimates would you have that may, maybe they're not estimates, maybe they're real numbers that yeah. we serve in our parks programming? Yeah, so so to answer that question, so obviously for a registered program, we know exactly who's coming, right? Like with basketball, as Josh mentioned, 900. When it gets down to special events, it get, we have to estimate, and we have formulas that we use to estimate that. But for fiscal year 23, which is July 1 of 22 through June 30th, of 2023, we estimated over 84,600 participants altogether. Now, just to be clear on that, that includes our programming as well as our partnered programming. We can't possibly put on all the programming that we have in town, so we have wonderful partners that we cooperate with. Just a couple to mention, Josh had mentioned flag football, on the flip side, we have tackle football, which is run through Lake Norman Giants. Mm -hmm. We also do youth soccer through Charlotte Independence and then youth baseball and softball through Lake Norman Little League. Those are just a couple. There's many, many more with that. But they provide a lot of the, the program management for that and execute those programs. And then also the town also uh, sponsors some events. Parks and Rec sponsors a few events like Taba Walk or Lake Norman Empowerment Festival. So we work with them as well on that. And when you add up all those participants between town, partner, and sponsored events, it comes out to 84,600 and change. That is a good number. It's a great number, and it's many times our population, actually. It is. So, it is. so folks probably from other communities participate with much of this programming, I, I would guess. Is that correct? It, Oh, absolutely. And it, it, it goes back and forth, obviously. Some of our programs, they just simply wouldn't make with Cornelius residents. So we do need the non-resident participation in here um, in order to make programs go. But where we have high demand, we always provide Cornelius residents with a right of first reservation mm -hmm. or right of first registration right, for a right. program so that they're served first right. because they are the ones who deserve to come in first. Well, they're the ones that pay for it, actually. Exactly. So that <laughs> certainly adds up and makes sense. So our park uh, department, our Parks and Rec, they do a lot with the budget that you actually are handed by the town board. It's quite a process. Our budget process is, is pretty detailed. And I know good and well that we can't give you enough money to do all the good things that you do. So you have to pick and choose once in a while. So uh, 
you, you know, as as far as as your budget needs go here in the town, uh, how how does that work? How do you prioritize? Uh, you know what you ask us for once a year. Uh, I, I know that that I've been committed, and I think you guys have done a good job in. Uh, the upkeep of our parks. We were a little bit slack there for a while and something we needed to work on. So how's how's all that going? So it's going very well, I will say. Uh, several years ago, former Commissioner Jim Duke, who was the liaison from the town board to the Parks and Rec Commission, said, hey, we need to do more in maintaining our parks. We need first-class facilities. So he spearheaded the effort to get us ultimately $300,000 per year additional in order to take care of what we have. That's not only maintaining it, but improving it. So we came up with a prescription for everything in order to maintain our facility. So let me just give an example on this. So tennis courts and pickleball courts, let's say. We need to resurface those every five years on average. It was more like every 10 years. What happens is that if you don't resurface it regularly, water will end up getting down into the asphalt. It gets cold in the winter. It'll ice. It'll crack the asphalt. And now we have to redo all the paving. So by being able to maintain what we have, we're, we're, we're kind of taking away long-term costs on that, high long-term costs on that. So we've been doing that. We work with an agronomist for our turf to make sure that we have some of the best fields in town. I can tell you, we just got a um, on Instagram, I believe it was this morning, someone was out at Westmoreland Athletic Complex, which hosts baseball and softball tournaments. Mm-hmm. And they said, this is the best facility that we've been to. Wow. And I can tell you, having a daughter that played travel softball, I will put our athletic fields up against just about anyone else's out there. Um, Staff, our maintenance team does an outstanding job. Our assistant director works hard to make sure that everything is kept to the best possible um, upkeep that it can be. That is so important. And uh, we do have a caller on the line here. So let's let's take that caller. Uh, Jim Vogel, are you out there? Hey, welcome, morning, sir. One of one of our more famous citizens here in town, uh, Mr. <laughs> Small Business himself. Welcome, Jim. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for having the show today. Parks and Rec is just here in this town. It's fantastic. You know, I really, really appreciate you. My question is for Josh. We live right around the corner from Jatan Park. Is there any more things that are going to be happening to that to improve that area, or have you got anything in plan to, to make things a little better in that park? Well, let, let me start that question, Jim, and uh, and we'll we'll we will answer your question here in a second. Jatun sure. Park, we we are blessed here in our town with many. We're going to talk about our actual uh, Cornelius mm-hmm. Park facilities in a minute, but that is absolutely enhanced by county parks. Jatun Park is one of those county parks, as is uh, uh, Blythe Landing, as is, what am I missing Ramsey here? Creek. Ramsey Creek. And, Ramsey Creek, yep. Yeah, and, and as is the, the North Mecklenburg Rec Center. So Mecklenburg County, in addition to all that we're doing here locally, has enhanced what goes on in Cornelius uh, world of parks with their own parks. So so that is 
really short to say that uh, uh, the Jatam Park piece of it is county programmed. But we do know a little bit about that, don't we, Troy? We absolutely do. We work very closely with Mecklenburg County, um, trying to cooperate on doing some programming. We've had some productive meetings lately. Josh can get into this a bit further if you want, but um, working with the county, along with our sister cities here, Davidson and Huntersville, to make sure that we're offering the widest array of programming options available and that we're not sort of cannibalizing each other Great. on programs. Great. So it, it, it's a very good relationship with the county. It's all about relationships yeah. in everything we do in the town of Cornelius. And, uh, you know, that's something I know I've worked on pretty hard the, the six years I've been mayor. So next time we'll, we'll, next part, we will talk a little bit more about that relationship in, with Mecklenburg County. But this is Mayor Woody Washam, and you're about town today with the Cornelius Parks and Rec, and we'll be right back. Good morning, folks. We're back once again. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam, and we are about town with Parks and Rec. So we were just talking about the great relationship that we have going with Mecklenburg County. It's pretty critical to have that relationship with them because they've got such a, a tremendous investment in our town, particularly as it relates to uh, parks and recreational programs going on. And many of their parks are on the lake which is absolutely wonderful because that provides some lake uh, uh, access in a couple spots and uh, uh, boat launching and things like that, which is very important because we're a community of nearly 75 miles of shoreline. So it's important to incorporate that piece of it. They have more money than the town of Cornelia, so they can afford this lake property and have had it for years uh, with with some arrangement with, uh, with Duke Energy back over the years. So that, that works out uh, quite well. So um, talk about uh, uh, how you guys work on that. How, how important is this? Uh, do, you, do you hear a lot about that uh, through the uh, park board when you, when you guys have meetings? Hear a lot about our relationships, uh, how important that is in Mecklenburg County, Carla? We do. And then also um, Mecklenburg County has their parks board. So their chair of their parks board, they come to our meetings a lot and we right. talk and, you know, even I had mentioned year of the trail, just kind of um, discussing what we can do, what they're doing, learning from each other, best practices. So yes, very collaborative. Yeah, we have a lot of hopes and, and dreams with Mecklenburg County from time to time. We've got a very, very supportive District 1 uh, county commissioner that her heart is truly in parks. Mm -hmm. It really is. And we work with Elaine Powell quite often to get support to do mm -hmm. things. But they they not only provide these parks, they work with programming of our own parks and greenways and also some assistance as we're expanding these parks and providing facilities. Isn't that right, Troy? Yeah. So just a few of the big items here. So we were talking about the North Regional Recreation Center. This was before Carla's time on the Parks Commission, but they actually formed a stakeholder group and it included Cornelius staff, myself, um, but also they wanted a couple of Parks and Rec commissioners on that stakeholders right. group too. So we had a couple participate in that to give input on what are the needs in this new facility. Um, Obviously, Davidson and Huntersville was included in that as well. But I want to say there were about 20 stakeholders altogether 
when they went through the planning process for the recreation center. And thank goodness that center was built because I'm I'm a member there and I can tell you it is full all the time. It it really is. Sorely needed. Um, Another thing, we work very closely with Mecklenburg County on greenways. We're big about greenways in Cornelius, as Carla mentioned. We have our vision for a 13-mile emerald necklace that we're working on. We're 75% complete, so we got to get that other 25% done, Mayor, (laughs) soon. You got it, sir. Great plug. Shameless plug. Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs) Um, But at any rate, we work hand-in-hand with them on that because... They will assist us because our greenways are on their greenway master plan as well and vice versa. So obviously being able to partner on projects is important. Oftentimes these greenways are very, very expensive, so it can't just all be borne by the town. So we work in in partnership with them. They may acquire some land for us for a greenway. They may pay for the construction of the greenway or they may end up just putting some funding into it. Ultimately, when we're done building a greenway, though, Mecklenburg County will take over the operations and management of those greenways. Um, we have a pretty small staff overall, small town, rightfully so, but Mecklenburg County has a very deep bench uh, for staff because of how big their system is. Also, they have highly technical, excuse me, highly technical experts. Um, that work on greenways, so they really have the depth of knowledge on how to take care of these things. So every time we get done, we execute a memorandum of agreement for them to maintain it. Saves costs for the town. Bottom line, it benefits both Cornelius residents and Mecklenburg County residents. So it's a wonderful relationship with Mecklenburg. Well, you guys have a great, great track record of going for grants and help to, to move these projects forward and expand our offerings in, within the Parks and Rec Department. So uh, is that an ongoing thing that you have within your staff and the park board? It is an ongoing thing. And in addition to Mecklenburg County, as I mentioned, they put in funding, but we will go after any and every grant that we feel like we have a reasonable shot to get. Um, just to put in context how much money we're talking about. So back when we did our our comprehensive parks and greenways master plan in 2015. We had the vision for various parks, greenways, what have you. Since 2015, we've been able to secure over $10 million in either grant money or partnership funding in order to build many of our wonderful parks and greenways in town. Needless to say, it could not all have been borne by Town of Cornelius taxpayers, but what we had for funding from the town, we were able to leverage and grow that. So uh, I'm really proud of how staff chased after uh, those grant funds, and we were able to get a lot done. That's that's fabulous. It, it really is. So, uh, you know, as as we uh, move forward, there's there's just a lot of needs out there, which is uh, things that our citizens ask for. It really is. And uh, so the fact that we have resources to grab hold of is is pretty incredible. But back to greenways, that's such a popular amenity for our uh, citizens. I know it is. I hear it all the time. 
We get so many compliments from our citizens on our wonderful greenways. And I think there's probably no town close by that's got the, the amount of greenways that we have. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah, you are correct. Yes, so that, I would say we you, have the most miles per population. That That is fantastic. So, so when are we going to get this 13 miles? Uh, if you had to make a projection in any of you, uh, I know we want it sooner than later, but we're getting so close. How can we just make it happen? How far away are we? Well, we're, we're actually getting ready to increase our percentage. So, Mayor, you may recall that the board approved recently the Sefton Road improvements, yes. Jatan Road extension improvements, which is actually part of the Emerald Necklace. So the Emerald Necklace not only comprises of greenways, but it's also multi-use paths. Now, multi-use paths are simply sidewalks that are 10 foot wide so that bicycles can pass on either side on that. But that's all part of the 13-mile envelope altogether. And I want to say it's a good half mile to seven-tenths of a mile altogether. So the only real sections left is tying in Liverpool to the DDI. Mm -hmm after Sefton and, and Jaton Road Extension is done, which that's all part of, as you're aware of, a Torrance Chapel Road um, bookend uh, NCDOT project. project. Yes. And then getting from the DDI to downtown Cornelius and the Antiquity Greenway. Now, there's already sidewalks, um, so that connection is kind of there, but there's substandard bike uh, access to it. But ultimately, we envision another 10-foot-wide uh, 10 multi-use path through that. The last piece that remains, so there's three pieces all together, the last piece that remains is connecting Caldwell Station Creek Greenway, where it comes out by Home Depot, across 77 um, and across McDowell Creek to tie into McDowell Creek Greenway near Burkdale. Now, that is part of an NCDOT project as well. I'm not 100% certain when that project gets underway, but my understanding is that it's pretty close. So um, I, I am hopeful that we can get this necklace completed within the next three to five years. Oh, that's that's great. We're going to try to speed it up, though, Troy. I, we think, do. I think you can handle we that. Do. So somebody asked me a, uh, an interesting question. I was out at a neighborhood meeting just last night, and the question was, how are you going to get us under 77? I think you you're, you almost just answered that, but I know people wonder that, and they also provide a lot of concern about getting across West Milan Road uh, and that particular uh, section of uh, something that folks use a lot as it relates to walking or biking or whatever. So how can you how could you answer that? So getting across 77, that's a great question on that. So right now we have at the DDI, obviously the bridge deck and in the middle of the bridge deck is an eight foot wide pathway there. So that's the way that we get across Catawba on 77. Um, as it relates to down on 73, there will be a bypass bridge, I want to call it, just north of 73, mm -hmm. and that will have a multi-use path to get across that bridge deck as well. Unfortunately, when 77 was widened, there was a request for a tunnel underneath in that area, but ultimately they decided there would only be one. It ended up going down in Huntersville between uh, Sam Fur Road and Gilead. Um, so we have to go overland there. 
Lastly, we do have a project right now that we're working on, Smithville to J.B. Washam Greenway, and then Westmoreland Road, Road Multi-Use Path. That great, great news, Troy. That's yep. absolutely great news. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the future, which goes along with what you're talking about. This is Mayor Woody Washam, and you're about town with Cornelius Parks and Rec, and we'll be right back. Good morning again. Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam here, and we are about town talking parks and rec today. Our renowned parks and rec uh, department in the town of Cornelius uh, has done so many good things and has such a good reputation throughout the region, actually. So, you know, it's like, how good can we make this? I, I just always wonder what's next. So, We've got uh, a rich future ahead. I know we, we do. The Parks Board is, is a major part of helping us with this planning. So talk to us, uh, Carla, about what is coming next and how do we move this needle forward and, and uh, be even better. But let, let me start out uh, with asking you a really hard question. So how much park land do we have right now uh, that the town of Cornelius owns? Josh, oh boy. <laughs> I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't ready for this. I, I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> so um, I, I actually have my cheat sheet here. So we have over 260 acres of developed parkland altogether. Now we do have some uh, remnant pieces from some subdivisions that were dedicated to the town that uh, just pretty much is open space, uh, wildlife habitat, what have you. So when you add in the developed and the undeveloped, it pushes towards 400 acres altogether. And that does not include any of the county park land. But that translates into green space for our town. And folks Absolutely. don't see us very green sometimes. And that's just the towns. It doesn't include the counties. Correct. So, you know, you add all that together and we're bumping some pretty high numbers in, in, in the parks area. But back to the future. So how do we move this needle, Carla? What what role is a park board going to play? I know y'all are pushing for a new master plan. Am I correct about that? You are. And so Troy had mentioned how we get funding and how that helps us move along projects. So everyone's voice really does matter. So he mentioned our 2015-2025 master plan. So every 10 years, it's critical that we put together a new master plan. So this fall, we started those conversations. So we've already had four listening sessions. Um, we've had UNC Charlotte go out and do some stakeholder surveys. This week, we just sent out some postcards to um, residents. Uh, we'll have a public survey in November. So it's really important. I know for me, one thing that was impressive in one of our last park board meetings is Troy talked about the $10 million we were able to secure in grants to move along the project the wishes of our town. So we really encourage you all to get out and tell us what you want. You know, I took my girls to the last park meeting and my daughter said she wants dog parks. I kind of, you know, laughed a little bit when I saw in the, in the write-up of what the citizens want they put in dog parks. Sure. But it just really tells you that your voice matters. Um, and one of the things that we're looking to do in um, on the parks board is in, to go into the schools. You know, you always get uh, the retirees or, you know, folks that can come out to the town hall to do the me meetings, but we really want the voice of all citizens, including our youth. So we're looking in to do some special sessions with parents, with students, and 
we were tickled our last listing session. We had quite a few Huff High School students. Wow. So right. we really want to get the voice of everyone, and your voice really does truly matter. Well, so. it, it really does. And, um, you know, speaking of voices being heard, uh, we, we get a lot of input, uh, really through our parks board, but through our citizens from time to time on things that they're interested in. One of our really hot buttons lately has been pickleball. I think pickleball is on fire in our in our community big time. So I know we've done some great things to try to move that needle, uh, haven't we? I, anybody here can answer that one. So who, who's got the best answer, Josh? I guess I'll, I'll kick it off. Yeah. Um, so we, we established a relationship with the Lake Norman Pickleball Association, um, and through our joint efforts, we've been able to expand our pickleball offerings um, seven days a week. There's going to be some type of open play opportunity, which is free to attend. You don't have to be a member of the organization. And that's going to be over at either Torrance Chapel over at Robbins Park. And what we've actually done is the existing tennis courts, we've actually lined them for pickleball courts as well. So over at Robbins, you're going to actually have four pickleball courts that you can play on. Or you can go to Torrance Chapel and you get an additional six that you can play on. So, and, and just like tennis, right, you can go out, you can play as long as it's not a reservation. Um, or you can always give us a call ahead of time. To your point, Mayor, it is very popular. So if you want to guarantee your space, I highly recommend giving us a call at the department and asking to speak to Rashad. He'll definitely get you what you need. Um, and if we don't have that available, he'll at least be able to tell you some alternative times. Well, that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, I, I do want to talk about some of the changes coming to Bailey Road Park, too. We've just gone through an, uh, an, an appropriation, I guess you'd say, by our town board to really move the needle after a lot of conversations and a lot of talks about the good things coming for Bailey Road Park. So, Troy, tell us about that. That's uh, kind of, I guess, been part of our master plan for a while that is coming to fruition. It is. Uh the town board had appropriated $2 million towards a court complex out at Bailey Road Park. So what the project involves is taking the existing three tennis courts and creating 10 pickleball courts altogether, 10 dedicated pickleball courts. Um, since we're losing tennis, we're going to add tennis. And this would go back behind the existing basketball court area Um the first phase, this will be done in phases, so pickleball will be done in phase one, and then we're going to build ten, uh, sorry, six brand new lighted tennis courts in phase one, ultimately build an additional six for 12 more courts. There will also be some shade structures, seating and whatnot at each of the courts areas, um, along with parking and a restroom building. So uh, the town board just approved the contract with Dewberry engineers to get that the construction drawings going, and I am pleased to mention today that uh, they have started already. They should have surveying work complete by the end of the month, and they will be doing design hot and fast come November. Well, that's pretty fast in, that is in, in the world of government fast. and in, in the world <laughs> of, of building parks and wrecks and, and roads. That's pretty fast. It, it really is. Yeah. So, uh, what do you hope to gain out of this master plan? Where, where is that going to take us? What's that going to tell us other than this citizen input? Once we get the formal document, 
Uh, how's it going to be different from what we have you, in, in your estimation? Okay. So obviously a lot has changed in Cornelius over the past 10 years. Um, if I'm recalling my numbers correctly, our population has gone up 21% since two th- between 2015 to 2022, the last accurate number we have for population. Obviously a lot more people in town. The other thing, too, is that Cornelius has gotten a little bit older. When you look at our demographics from 2015 to today, we've gotten a little bit older. And actually, Cornelius is about 1.8 years older on average versus the metropolitan area of Charlotte, Gastonia, Concord area. So a little bit older overall. So what does that mean? Recreational demands change. We just talked about pickleball. Pickleball is huge among seniors, but it's not just for seniors. It's also for adults and kids to play as well. We have them all coming through here. Pickleball was barely even touched upon in the 2015 plan because it was a newer sport. It's been around for a while, but just sort of started to take off in the Carolinas. So we may see a lot of need for pickleball in that plan. But as Carla had mentioned, we need to hear it. So it's, it's everything, and I know we will get everything, but ultimately we have to, to take all that input, figure out what the biggest needs are, identify target areas. I think one of the other big things that we're hearing, too, in these early listening sessions is open space mm-hmm. and preserving what we have for future generations. Yes. As you're aware, Mayor, the land use plan was just adopted this past year. The projection was for build-out by around 2035 for 39,000 people. So this represents, this master plan represents our last best chance to get whatever land we need for future parks and open space. I think it's safe to say, Troy, the sooner you can buy it, the cheaper it's going to be. And there's a point in time that purchasing land for parks or anything is going to be prohibitive. I mean, it really will be. So you're exactly right. That's why this plan is particularly critical. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need so much input from our citizens, more than average, because this may be our one of our last shots in getting it right and getting our hands on this property to be what we need to be for the future. Absolutely. It is. And also I want to mention, in addition to the listening sessions, and Carla touched upon this again, but we have a, a public survey going out. It's a stratified random scientific survey conducted by UNCC. This is very critical to us because we have to conduct this survey in order to qualify for the most points for many grants that we go after. So if you're one of the lucky Cornelius residents to get this postcard in the mail, you're going to get a postcard that says, hey, you're, you're a lucky one to be selected. Be on the lookout. Then you'll get a follow-up postcard with a QR code in order to link to your survey. Please fill that out if you would. We need all the input we can Fill out those surveys, folks. So great things going on with the Cornelius Parks and Rec. It's going to be a busy weekend for us. I mean, my Saturday is, is starting out with the Charlotte Symphony Orchestra at Kane Center. There are tickets available, so I hope you'll go grab your tickets. Uh, I'll travel from there to tap the keg 
at uh, Lost Worlds Brewing uh, on Catawba, West Catawba Avenue. I'm looking forward to that. I've done it for a few years now as mayor, so I'll get to do that again. And then we'll be moving on to Bailey Road Park for Lake Toberfest, right. beginning at 4 o'clock, ending at 9 o'clock this Saturday. Pray for good weather. That's what we what we need to hope for then. And, and then I'll be moving on from there to a great Rotary Wine Spectacular down uh, uh, in our area as well. So I've got quite a Saturday ahead. So uh, next event is our tree lighting on, on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Right, Josh? So that's going to be the next big community event. Um, before that, we actually have a Halloween tree trail, which, which is going to be awesome. yep, the weekend that's right before Halloween. Great. So that's free, free for residents. Lots coming, y'all. So this is Mayor Woody Washam, About Town, Parks and Rec. See you next time. Thanks for listening. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.